When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Hey, mate, I want to talk about, um, now we've got a bit of time, if we could do it. I want to talk about that. Like we spoke the other day about the Springboks and the DNA and, and Fuff has come out. Yep. And, um, you know, John Smith has spoken about the DNA that defines and shapes um, South Africa. And I'm just thinking back to my uh, experiences from when I played them. And we know that their game is built on, on, on a kicking foundation, on being uh, t- big and physical and, and being just, you know, absolute animals out there on, on the park. Mm-hmm. See, I want to talk about my... So I know Fuff has said they've gone away from, from who they are. They play too much. Okay? Yeah. And, and that's his insights. And I'll go back to when I thought. So when I was preparing for the Springboks, my whole mindset was, okay, I'm taking... I'm going to take a 1,000 high kicks this week. I'm going to take a 1,000 high kicks... Because if I nullify their kicking game, if I get up and dominate the air, mm-hmm. that'll go a long, long way to winning that test match. So Fuff has come out, and John Smith has come out, and, and he said that is in their DNA. So that is just, I, I, for me, if I was back in that team, that has just played right into my hands because I know exactly what's coming. Right. I can prepare for that. The times where we got called out, the times that we got called out is when we assumed that they were going to come with the same tactics. We assume they're going to come with the same mindset. They're going to just kick, kick, kick. So as a back three, we're just waiting. We're back waiting. We're deep. We, we, we know it's coming. And then they change up. They change up their game and they start playing an expensive, exciting brand of footy. And that is the time where as an All Black, I've been hit on the nose. We've been hit on the nose and we've been put to the sword and we've been put to put to shame when, when the Springboks do that. So for me... I feel like Faf coming out and doing that has played right into the All Blacks' hands, and especially with the selection of George Bridge, I feel like they they know what's coming and they know what what's going to be expected of them. Yes, you've got to be brave, and yes, you've got to get up in the end. You still got to catch that ball, but mate, these boys are they they trained it every single day. And I know when I was there, I trained it all week with my outsides, and we just you know, and, and when it happened, and when we had so much success, as we caught all those balls. We caught every single um, bomb that was kicked to us. We 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 had you know, wings on strings, as they say back in the days. We were covering all the positions yeah. because that's what we predicted. So, look, I just hope if they do that, the All Blacks will go a long way. They'll 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 punish them this weekend. They will punish the the Springboks. They'll they'll put them to the sword. One, they're going to kick to some absolutely out- attacking threats out there. Will Jordan, George Bridge, and, and um, Geordie Barrett, who give them time and space, mate. They'll destroy any single side. And, and two, they've already come out and said they're not going to change it. They played too much. So I just feel like it's going to be a tough, tough night for the Springboks this weekend. They've already come out and said it. So, yeah, that, that's my little um, well, little, little four minutes here. That I could, didn't, 
I've had because we got a technical difficulty. I love it. Yeah, no, that's all right. We, we're cruising. Look, it's a fascinating um, double eight double three. If you've got any questions about what it is actually like to play the Springboks and what Izzy's talking about there, wings on strings, the way that South Africa kind of sets up to play, then how you can get caught out if they do use ball in hand. It is kind of interesting, Izzy, because we've kind of we've kind of conditioned as New Zealand rugby and All Blacks fans to understand what South Africa and Springboks are like, but they do have mm. different. Like they're kind of like a chameleon. They can play different ways when it does suit like it's not like they aren't explosive athletes right and you know sometimes when you play England I wonder is it a similar thing when you go up north and you play those northern hemisphere teams you can kind of get trapped into thinking how they're going to play and then they can actually well they can actually switch on you I feel like South Africa is the ultimate team of that they've got a bit of Swiss Swiss army knife about them but they at the at the crux Mm. of it right they're huge and they will hurt you they will. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, they, they are big, and they are big. And the only time I've been caught out from them, and I'll be honest here, is when they started playing an expensive brand of footy. They started getting the ball wide. They started getting it past the centres, the, the second five centre, and they started getting it into the fullback's hand and getting it to the wingers because as fullback and wingers, we're expecting a barrage of high balls. So we're deep. We're waiting for the ball to come, but it doesn't come. And then they get it into Willie LaRue or Brian Habana's hands, and you're back waiting, and you're like, oh, my gosh, what's happened? We didn't expect that. And this is what I mean. Like, Fuss already come out and said they've played too much. And so that just says to me, okay, they're going to kick a ton. So George Bridge and, and uh, Will Jordan, Geordie Barrett, get some, get old uh, Seve Reese on that, um, on, that, on, that tick, on that jumping bag. Get under there. We're going to jump all day. They've got 30 minutes of work on to the end. I'm jumping for 30 minutes. Here we go. Put some up and just catch bombs. So that, uh, I just, yeah. But hey, that could be wrong. They might be playing mind games. They might be playing mind games. If Fuff, you know, like Rassi Erasmus, we know what he's about. He could be playing mind games and talking the All Blacks. Like, honestly, the, the time that they they punished us is when we expected them to kick and they started playing. And then we got a hell of a fright. We got bumped on the nose and we lost. We lost to the Springboks. So, look, anything happened, but I'm just, yeah, I can just see it, see it panning out. Okay, Izzy, I love this. 0800-150-811. If you want to talk Springboks, you want to ask Izzy anything, get in touch. Are you ready? We've, we've prepared a little something-something, Is Do you want to get into it? Should we hit it? Should we play that track? Hit it, bro. Hit it. South Africa, the Springboks. 99 tests where every man to wear the black jersey has known they have to go to a dark place. A game where you knew you wouldn't just be tested but put under immense pressure for every second of that 80 minutes. And you are likely to end up either limping off the field or just plain ass sore. Those are just the realities when you line up against our old foe. In my experience, past results meant nothing. I knew South Africa were going to bring their A game, lift to another level when we locked horns. Every time they faced down the haka, I would look my opposite in the eyes, Zane Kirshner, Willie LaRue, and I knew, I knew right then and there, they meant effing business. What was to follow was something I'd planned for all week, a fullback's ultimate test. A barrage of high balls, Brian Habana or Francois Hogard chasing the pigskin like their lives depended on it. Diffuse it, and things would be okay. Back away from the challenge, and this would be a long, long night for everyone. There is no escaping the duty and the role to my brothers I have to complete. Or a simple case of Stein squared sitting back in the pocket, kicking absolute darts into both corners, making your life at fullback absolute chaos. 
Together with my wingers, Jane Savia, we have to be locked in. A unit on the same page. If the box got their tails up again, it would be a long, long night. What I've just said might just sound simple and not the glamour of being an outside back you'd usually expect. But this is their DNA. Pressure and control is what shaped the Springboks into the powerhouse they are today. For decades, they have dictated battles with the boot, the power and the fight they are so known for. 100 matches against the Springbok is an incredible milestone for two great rugby nations, and I promise you the rivalry is alive today as it has ever been. So trust me, trust me when I say this. You have never, ever played a test match until you play the Springboks. A <laughs> hundred of those? Are you kidding me? Wow. That is chills, man, yeah. because you're right. This isn't just any test match. This isn't just any trip to the Northern Hemisphere or trip to South Africa. I know the Bledisloe means so much to the All Blacks and to New Zealand rugby, but the old foe and hearing you talk about it, they really are, aren't they? The old foe. They are. They are, mate. Like, like you think back to Bill McLaren when he's calling games in 1996, like... The, the green and gold, man, the, the springbok on the jersey. You see that animal there and you're just like, oh, wow, you know, what is this? And just the names. You think of the names that have gone before us, the, the, the players, the class, the battles, the matches, mate. It, it's a history and it's a rivalry that has so much bloody, oh, just gives me goosebumps. I, I think back to 1921, Louis. 1921, when the springboks come to Dunedin to play the horse, they would have had three months at the sea, mate. Three yeah. months at sea preparing yeah. for this test match. And then the next test match, the plans are needed. Next test match is in Auckland. They ain't flying and getting a little Kuru Lounge coffee. They're jumping <laughs> on another boat, another train, and they'll, they'll, they'll take them another week to get up there, mate. Like, unbelievable. Back in the day. So, mate, we wouldn't be able to do this without what's, with, with, without, you know, what's going on in the past and, and the people that have gone before us. So, thank you for laying the foundations that is today the rivalry between the All Blacks and the Springboks. Bang on. The Fitzies. I mean, imagine that team in 1996 going there and knocking them off. And, and you know, with all the context of apartheid and, and the kind of blockout that they'd had from international rugby. And then what Francois Pinard did and kind of built that reputation mm. of the Bok with um, Mandela. We all know the history and the strife that South African rugby has gone through. The John Schmidt, the Percy Montgomery, the Jean de Villiers, uh, as you said, Willie LaRue, now Faf de Klerk, Stain, the names, the list, the Bucky's bought it, it goes on and on and on. I think as a rugby fan, what, waking up in the middle of the night and my grandparents would tell me stories of, you know, you'd turn the, the radio on, the wireless on, and you'd, you'd get up and everyone would huddle around the radio, the wireless, to listen to the All Blacks Springboks games. That was the pinnacle of being a sports fan in a way. In many ways, mm. that was it. That was the thing that you craved the most, those early mornings listening to the Springboks All Blacks tests and now we get the 100th, and who cares if it's in Townsville? I think we can all appreciate that this is bigger than just any test match, and I think we are set for an absolute firecracker. All of the chat that the Springboks might make it a bit of a, a wet game, and it might not be that great. I don't buy it. I reckon they are going to come out humming, and I reckon whoever wins is only going to win unders. I don't think there's going to be a gap in the score, is he? I don't know. What do you reckon? 
Nah, my hundred percent. It's gonna be tight. It's gonna be a lot tighter than uh, everyone else predicts. Like I said, mate, a wounded Springbok is a tough, tough task, and mate, this is this is no easy battle. I've never had. A, tell me an easy battle. I've never had an easy battle against a Rivica. So there you go. Jim from Tamuka. This is the test. Box will be ready as well as the All Blacks. Is he when the ABs have used different lineups? And Box have played a lot of the same players. Do you think it will have any effect on 80 minutes? The 100th test or the players these days so used to the test after test after test cycle? Wow, that's a great question. Great question. Use different lineups, resting and injury. The Box have played a lot of the same players. Look, it just comes back to cohesion. Comes back to cohesion. And like this is the squad that has played quite a lot of the rugby this year. This is a squad that has played quite a lot of the rugby this year. But, um, man, I love it. Both squads are, are, are tough and. and the coach over at Four Springboks has given these players another opportunity to go out and, and maybe do right from wrong because they've played extremely poor the last couple of weekends. And um, I think this will be a hell of a test match, mate. Looking forward to it. Oh, so am I, mate. Thank you so much for taking us behind the curtain there, Izzy Dag. The McCafe truck is backed on up and we've got one delivered into the studio. Outstanding stuff. Perfect timing as well is because it's one of our McCafe coffee catch-ups. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. We got him. We got him. 108 tests in the front row for the All Blacks is no small feat. And with the amount of time this bloke spends throwing turn around, he's no small man. Well, I spoke about it many, many times. Owen Franks has got a better catch pass than many outside backs, including myself, mate. Unbelievable skill sets. And he has been able to pass that on to the current crop out there today. And Owen Franks is... Good enough to be able to give us his time in this beautiful day in the mighty Christchurch. Owie, good morning, brother. Hey, Izzy, how you going, mate? Thanks, uh, thanks for having me on. It's a hell of a pump up there. Boost the ego for the month. <laughs> <laughs> Boost the ego. Mate, you're probably throwing around about a ton of weights already, haven't Am I right? I'm right, yeah. I was in the gym at six this morning, so hence why I forgot the phone call. My, my mind was in a different place. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, mate. It's all good, mate. Hey, how you getting on anyway, brother? It's good to be back from over in the UK. You you settled in with the family back in back in Christchurch? Yeah, all settled in. Uh, yeah, awesome to be back. Um, yeah, you realise how good New Zealand is when you spend some time away from it, uh, mainly because of the, the COVID situation uh, over there. It was pretty isolating for the family, didn't get to do much of the travelling that we had uh, hoped to, but uh, yeah, awesome to do that. Nice, bro. I've got a text message here, Owie. Owen will look right in place in the black and gold hoops. We're going to steamroll the Pusaders this coming season. What do you reckon, brother? I can't I can't picture it. I can't believe it. you were in yellow. Sickening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I suppose... I suppose if you want to stay in the game long enough, you've got to <laughs> change allegiances sometimes. It's, uh, yeah, there's certainly no loyalty anymore. Um, uh, it's all good, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, I can't really got nothing for you. So just <laughs> hey, just say it, bro. Just say it. We, we've got to keep paying the bills. We've got to keep surviving, mate. Things aren't cheap these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the allegiance hey. has uh, changed with the paychecks. So that's the way it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way it goes. Hey, mate, obviously a big week. Big week this week. Um, 100 tests between the Springboks and the All Blacks. And, mate, you're someone that's played them many, many times. And can you just tell us about your memories from playing the Springboks and what you kind of had to get to mentally to get up for those kind of big matches? Uh, I think, 
you know, me, like, pretty pretty simple upstairs. Uh, <laughs> that, mm. that was probably the easiest ones to get up for because there wasn't a lot of deception. Didn't have to watch too many clips on any special plays mm. or things coming back down the blind side. It was front up and, um, you know, try to smash someone, scrum hard. So it was, it was, it was always the games I enjoyed the most, especially... Um, in South Africa, you know, with the crowds there, how how hostile they can yeah. be. Um, you know, lots of meat during the week. It's a uh, dream, dream result, really. <laughs> Are you still on that carnival diet, mate? Are you still three steaks for brickie or what? <laughs> Not quite that extreme, but for the most part, yeah. I've most of my diet's meat. Is, uh, yeah, again, I think once you eat a lot of good steak, it's hard, hard to go back, really. Cornflakes. Nice. Hey, I want to ask you. <laughs> Cornflakes. Oh, mate, look, that's why I was uh, a bit scared to, to do the little intro for you. Mick Cafe Coffee Catch Out with Ali. Anyway, Ali, I want to ask you about. <laughs> mate, I want to ask you. I want to ask you. I probably would get coffee. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Pump it. Mate, physically, physically, tell us about the things you had to get your body to go to when you were playing. Um, uh, the Springboks, like, physically probably the, the toughest battles you played? Uh, yeah, definitely, especially the ones, um, you know, like in Joburg, um, as you know, when you can't breathe on the warm-up, you know, you got that mental <laughs> side of the game as well. Uh, you got to yeah. ignore those feelings at Alice Park when you got to run a BKs up to the changing room, uphill. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, no. Really, really tough games, but yeah, probably, probably some of them are satisfying for sure. Mm. If you won, what well, can you? Yeah, if you won, hundred percent, and they were always tough uh, Probably my funniest memory of playing the Springboks is when you scored that uh, match-winning try and almost put it in the dead <laughs> ball line, and then <laughs> and then Shay getting stuck into you after the game is uh, it's right up there as one of the. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, we've brought that up a few times, Zoe. Stop bringing it up, mate. No. Uh, CJ threw me under the bus, eh? Do you remember that? <laughs> no, I just remember Shag yelling and screaming at you and trying not to laugh. <laughs> After scoring the match winning try, I thought he would have pumped you up, but. Uh... <laughs> Oh, brought me straight down. That wasn't the only time Shag's done that to me too, mate. You'd you know that. So anyway, I take it on the chin. I move on. That's not the only time Dag's got in trouble. But, mate, um, <laughs> talk about this weekend. Uh, the All Blacks, how they're playing at the moment. Um, you've got Joe Muru coming back. You've Tuanga Fussy in the front row. Carl Tuinukuafi. You think the front row that we've got now is, is going great guns with how they're playing? And, and can they match it with the big, big South Africans this weekend? Yeah, I think they'll be good to go. Um, you know, they get underrated a bit, the All Black Scrum. I think, um, you know, this rugby championship and even even last year, they put in some real dominant performances. So, mm. yeah, I'd, I'd expect them to be dominant, to be honest. And I think the way they're playing, um, yeah, it's, I see, you know, I find it hard to see South Africa winning the game the way the All Blacks are playing at the moment. But, you know, mm. you never know. I'm sure they'll rise to the occasion and make it a tough team. Hey, on Louis here, mate. I just got one question for you. Watching your career throughout, and you've you've played and scrummed with a lot of tight forwards, come and gone. How's the position changed? And, and like, is that something you can like? I know you you probably keep it pretty simple, but 
you've been around for long enough now that it kind of has changed. And is he? He does. He waxes lyrical about your handling skills and your catch and pass. So was that something you had to develop really fast, or did that kind of come later in your career? And and when you're kind of going to lace them back up for the Hurricanes, have you added anything else to your game or had to to kind of make sure you can keep getting picked and getting contracts? Yeah. Uh, first of all, like uh, I grew up like most Kiwi kids, uh, like I had a ball in my hands everywhere we went so man I could catch and pass <laughs> I want to pump myself up like both ways when I was probably you know as young as I can remember me and Ben um, you know I used to goal kick for my under 14 <laughs> B or C team at high school so you know I had um, I didn't always dream of being a front row I had dreams of being like a busy dag with some with some pace and a good side step but just gen- genetically it was never going to happen that's why I turned my focus um, into being the best prop I could be because it's really the only position that you know I might might be able to have a crack at. Um, how how it's changed? I think um, you know back in the day when I first came in, it was I suppose extraordinary some of the things I was doing around um, training, recovery, uh, you know the way I play. But I think it's the normal now. Athletes that are coming in um, younger and younger, that I think they're much better professionals. Um, so I think that's pushed the standards way up and, and in terms of skill set as well. You know, like the typical prop who can only pass one way or who can't, you know, throw a decent pass in the back line or a tip mm. is, is just non-existent anymore. So I think it's raised everyone's game. Um, and in terms of things I've been working on... Um, you know, I'll, I'll always go back to my DNA trying to get... I've had a huge pre-season, with the biggest of my life. I have, um, got injured in February, had some surgery, which <laughs> the same surgery as he had. And uh, so I've had the <laughs> biggest build-up I've, I've ever Did you had, fall off a motorbike? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wish I fell off a motorbike. <laughs> I got knocked out in a, in a clean-out and woke up with a friggin' Yeah, thought that didn't work. But, uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so my DNA won't change. I'm always probably bigger, bigger and stronger. Um, Mobility is going to be a big one. I've been getting into some jujitsu to help with that, and just to uh, you know do something different that I think could help with rugby. Um, and yeah, I'm just at the moment just watching from afar and, and seeing how I can best inject myself and, and make an impact for the Hurricanes next year. Me, mate. Me, mate. Like, there's nothing better when you look outside you and you don't see Crocky. You see it on Franks, but you don't mind chucking one at his knees because he's actually he's actually got good hands on him, so you can catch it. So, mate, I always pump your tyres up. Oh, you're an ultimate athlete. You are a true professional, and you're a great of our game. And we love what you're about, mate. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. I know you're a busy man. We'll catch up soon, brother. And uh, all the best at the yucky golden black. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. It's always, always good to catch up, mate. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. There you go. There's Owen Franks, Louis. He actually, do you know what? He he is an underrated legend of New Zealand rugby. Hundred and ten odd mm. tests, was it? Hundred nine odd tests. Um, so long was the standard of front row play, and and you you just working on the show with you is the stuff that I never really considered, but the catch and pass and that that extra stuff that he always had high standards, he's so nonchalant about it but he is a total legend of the game. Owen Frank's a McCafe coffee catch-up, he loves the McCafe coffee, and so do we here at Baz and Izzy for breakfast This weekend is an off the chain sporting weekend and we have Kiwis in action all across all codes, including the great former Kiwis coach 
And the Warriors, too, now assistant to the bellyache with the Melbourne Storm. Stephen Kearney is on the line with us. Thanks so much, Stephen. I know it's a big week for you and the Storm lads. How's the, how you been, mate? Yeah, really good, thanks, Jimmy. Yeah, really good. Uh, nice introduction there, assistant to the bellyache. <laughs> the bellyache, mate, but it's a good bellyache to have because your team are unbelievable. You're heading into this prelim final with some great form but talk to us about the week the week off you've just had what he's been up to and in, in leading into this week the preparation as well yeah it was, a, it was a really good opportunity for us to um you know to have a have a bit of a down week you know the week off so um uh, we train probably every every second day and, and you know after a tough after a really tough season um, you know, we, we carried a, a fair few injuries right throughout the season. So after a really tough, you know, tough season, it was it was nice to be able to have a have a week where it wasn't so intense. And um, mm. you know, the back end of the week, well, I say last Friday, we had a game simulation uh, session, which was, which was uh, pretty full on. And um, and then into normal preparation this week. So um, um, yeah, every, everyone's been you know pulled up really well. We get Josh Addo Carr back. Uh, this yeah. week he's missed a couple of weeks through uh, uh, hamstring tightness, so it was um, you know good to have his energy around uh, around the team over the last uh, last couple of days. Mate, how do you how do you head into a week like this? This is why we play the game. You know, you you play the whole season. You want to be a part of the big dance. This is a week before the big dance. So how do you head into a week like this, preparation wise, trying to keep the energy levels you know up, but not too too much, so the boys uh, play the game before said day. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, that's you know, that's the, the beauty, I, I guess, of you know, having you know, having you know, tr- working really hard in that first um, finals, uh, the first week of the finals, to to get the opportunity where you can have a, a bit of a down week um, you know, last week. You know, so we had the week off last week because you know we were able to sort of drop off in terms of the intensity and and uh, um, you know really ramp it up this week. And 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 the boys, you know, they've. I, I think you know this is you know this is a I think probably the I think it's close to the, the fifth pre- prelim final in the last six years you know so they they've got a pretty good understanding of you know how it will operate and um, obviously we'll start ramping things up again you know tomorrow with our with our captain's run and uh, again it's just about being really clear about you know what our what our thoughts are on the day and and uh, making sure that everyone's tuned into you know what's uh, what's important for us. Mate, you spoke about it. The fifth prelim final. You've been a lot, a, a part of many grand finals. I was lucky enough to be a part of a pretty special franchise in the Crusaders. I know they've been over and spent a bit of time at, at the Melbourne Storm. But can you give us a little insight into really what makes this Melbourne Storm um, outfit so so good, mate? World class. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's you know very similar to you know what what the Crusaders have. You know, it's, it's a you know it's a culture that you know we've uh, been very fortunate over the course of a uh, you know in a very long time of '98 when when the when the team uh, come into the NRL, mm. you know they finished third on the table you know in '98. You know, won the premiership in '99, and uh, had a couple of quiet years there, and then obviously when Craig come on board and. We had some, you know, pretty special players. You know, it was right from the outset. You know, there was a, you know, there was a culture of, of, of winning, and you know, part of that winning is, as you're aware of, it's, you know, it's about as, um, 
uh, recruiting good people around the organisation, you know, having really high standards. And I've obviously been away for the last few years, and then you know, coming back to the back to the club, um, you know, this time last year, uh, you know, they've gone. You know, they've gone uh, ahead leaps and bounds in terms of, you know, the way they go, they go about their business. And, and, and it's everything, you know, it's, you know, what they do around the changing room, it's what they mm. do in the gym, it's, you know, obviously what they do on the training paddock. You know, they have a very high standard about uh, um, their detail and, and, and certainly, uh, you know, that's what everyone strives for. Yeah, mate, the young kids aspiring to be Storm can lay their foundations for what they see from the Melbourne Storm, you are leading the way within how teams operate, world-leading, world-class outfit. Mate, we've got to look to the Penrith Panthers. They are a wounded outfit. Is that a scary prospect? And have you thought about uh, this weekend's game and, and what they can bring and, and what are you expecting? Oh, oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, we, our expectations, you know, we, we, you know, we expect them to you know, be playing their best footy. You know, we, we don't, yeah. you know, we don't lead them to, you know, um, uh, any of the issues, if, if, you know. Again, we don't we don't know if they're real or not in terms of you know whether they have injuries within the camp. So our our, our focus is you know, we expect them to be at their very best, and you know we need to be at our best. They they beat us earlier on in the year, and um, um, so yeah, I mean we always over the last two years, you know, we've, it's always been a really tough challenge against them. Against them, you know, they've got a wonderful half back who's uh, kicking game is a, is a real threat for us. So, uh, you know, they've got strike all over the park. And, and you know, so, yeah, we, we, we know what, what, to, what to expect. You know, we, we need to make sure that we're at our very best and surely make for it to be a challenging contest. Hey, mate, I heard uh, rumours that you were pretty uh, loud and pretty upfront when you were coaching as well. But then I see Craig Bellamy, he's up in the, <laughs> up in the coach's box. That's absolutely fuming. Is he making any sense when he's screaming and, and things like that, or is he just a bit fired up? Uh, he's, he's, very, you know, he's very passionate. Um, yeah. you know, there's no doubt about that in the box. So, um, thankfully, there's, you know, there's a got a couple of young coaches up in the box too who are very, very talented. You know, young Mark Brentnell. Um, he was actually the ball boy for our uh, for our team back in ninety nine and you know, he's you know, he's the attack coach which is um uh which he does a very good job of and, and uh Craig's young fella, um, uh, Aaron Bellamy's up in the box so all three of us are all quiet and he's, he's going off his nuts so uh um, <laughs> So uh, yeah, we we between the three of us, we can decipher what he's what he's saying most of the time. Oh mate, I just got I got to ask you. I'm a, I'm a fullback as well. Ryan Pepperhausen, mate, he's been unbelievable. Have you you've been pretty impressed with how he's tracking in such a pretty much short period of time? And how do you produce such fullbacks that are absolutely outstanding? Billy Slater leads. You think, oh well, there's going to be a big hole to fill, and then Ryan Pepperhausen comes in, just steps up to the mark seamlessly. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, obviously, you know, speed is a, you know, speed is a real, um, you know, asset of his. And, and uh, I, I know, you know, Billy's been really influential in terms of his game sense, you know, yeah. over the last two, three years. You know, uh, Billy's had a you know, real impact on Rob Paps in, in terms of, you know, where he needs to position himself, um, both in defence and attack. And um, so I know he's been instrumental in... in um, 
you know, and helping Pat out. But you know, certainly his speed, you know, like mm. is you know is, is a you know is a, is a real danger for any team. And, you know, obviously earlier on, I think we might have been around ten this year. You know, he got a pretty pretty heavy knock, which sort of knocked him about a bit. To be honest, for probably the uh, you know two months or so. And, uh, took him a while to find his feet over the last over the last his first three four games back, but you know uh, his last couple of games, you know he's he's getting back to um, you know back to his best. So you know that's you know real positive for the for the team. Nice man. Hey, I, I spoke just quickly for last question before we let you go, mate. I spoke to uh, the team about uh, some of the key little features or key parts of the game that the All Blacks are, are able to instill into to their game plan. Is there something that you could see? Because a lot of people just watch the ball, watch the ball, where the ball is. Is there yeah, something yeah, we yeah. could look at and that we could can look for in this match that you think will set the part and then maybe can get a bit more of an understanding of what it really means to be a Storm? Yeah, Izzy, I, I, I reckon, um, you know, what we work really hard on is, you know, the point that we make here is, is you know, a lot of those those, those little, you know, those, those little areas which, you know, again, a lot of people don't see. And, you know, for us, it's a, it's a, it's a change of pace in defence, you know, so uh, a lot of, you know, defensive units or defensive, you know, when your teams are in defence, um, it's very uh, easy, or not easy, but... Um, uh, routine to just you know just defend, keep a straight line. But you know we have a, a have a real focus of, of um, you know particularly on ball players and and, and the Panthers have some some pretty handy ball players and is to have a real change of pace in defence. So you know go and put the pressure on you know, from the inside and um, you know we make a real real point of that. We've got some really good experiments in the footy team um, that do that well for us. Uh, you know, Brandon, Brandon Smith, Dale, uh, Finucan, and uh, Harry Grant, you know, do it really well. They've got some real, real pace, and you'll see, you'll see that it helps, helps the defensive line because, you know, their ball players have to play a little bit earlier. So, um, um, you know, that's a, that's a feature that, that you might, uh, that you might pick up. Oh, nice, mate. I always remember this photo. This photo we had in our Crusaders change room. It was a photo of a Brisbane Bronco making a oh, no, Queensland Cowboy making a break. And then there was about eight players of the Melbourne Storm chasing him down. And that just shows what it means to be a Melbourne Storm player, mate. I really appreciate your time, Stephen Kearney, assistant coach for the Melbourne Storm. Um, good luck this weekend, but you make your own luck. And I'm pretty sure you'll do well, mate. Thanks so much. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Appreciate it. and is here off to the races. Thanks to Waikato Stud, your source for a racehorse. Wow, wow, wow. We've had significantly less pr- meta, meta, mata, mata, I should say, promotion since our skip went off to the UAE to make his fortune. So today we thought we'd get Baz's neighbour on the show to fill the board. He also happens to be a world-class horse trainer and breeder as well, horse farmer. As well as part owner of the favourite defibrillate, Graham Richardson is on the line. Good morning, Richie, and how is God land? God's land is uh, bad. Good morning, guys. How's love, mighty Mata Mata? How are you, Richie? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, great. How are you guys? Yeah, we're good, Richie. Oh, we're good, mate. We're, we're good. good. We're just chipping away, chipping away. How's God's land, mate? Matter, matter? Bears, oh, so. yeah, no, it's great. Actually, it's a, it's a lot better than it was yesterday morning, I can tell you. You can actually stand outside yesterday. It was terrible. But um, it's good. We needed the rain, and uh, um, I need it for my horse tomorrow. It's running at Mahamata, so she's a good chance now. 
I'm now, pretty happy. R- Richie, yes. Okay. Let's uh, you know, yes. defib's coming tonight, but let's let's is this Angelica we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah she's she's a good chance. You know, she um she she's sort of probably once fourteen hundred meters and she's over twelve hundred, but a little bit dictated to this time of the year. If it rains then she'll run, you know, and it has. I think we got sixty five mils, which is great. So we can probably be expecting a heavy then? Uh, I was actually, they just galloped two against the rail, and I've missed, I haven't seen Danielle, she got one, and I'm just going to have a talk to her, but I'd say if it's not, it's very, very close. It will be either a slow nine or a heavy ten, something like that, yeah. Which is good for this Ooh, time there. Five bucks. Five bucks, mate. Angelica's paying five <laughs> bucks. That's good money. You reckon, <laughs> Graham, you reckon, Graham, we're going to go that way, are we? Well... I don't know. I mean, it's she. She won in a five horse field um, a couple of weeks ago, and she paid four eighty, and uh, so that was great money. But uh, yeah, she she'll be favourite tomorrow, if not one of them. Yeah, and the, you can always expect at this time of year a few to come out. So the field is is quite big at this at this stage. But Joe and Joe Cameroon and Rody last start as well, didn't he, Richie? Yeah, he's ridden. A, he's ridden the last. Oh. I think he's he's won three under the season, so uh, probably last five starts. This will be his, maybe his sixth start or fifth, uh, sixth start in the season. So, yeah, he's he's done a great job. Beautiful stuff. Hey, mate. Um, so look, we've talked about the defibrillate story before, and you, you've bred this horse, and you've got your great mates, and we've got Lance O'Sullivan, Graham McIntyre as well. I'm pretty sure, and yeah, uh, Baz yep. and and a couple of others, and and it, well, the, and the wives as well. It's a real family and kind of a whānau affair, isn't it? So you've got him well, running it is. running tonight. You guys are in level two, so does that mean you you get it? But it's probably past your bedtime, which would be the only issue, Richie. Oh, definitely, definitely past my bedtime. We have to wait up. I mean, well, um, it is. You're right. We just get all. Um, we get together quite often. We get together and watch it at a pub and or wherever it may be. And uh, it's that's what it's all about. Having a bit of fun, you know. Um, it's he's sort of exceeded our expectations a bit, but uh, you know he's a pretty good horse. But uh, it's it's a thrill to go and, and and get together, have a few drinks, and and have a good night. Yeah, nice. We love our little Friday. Hey, hey, Graham, Graham, we 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 got a little thing. So TAB's given us a hundred bucks, and we put it on defibrillate. We put it on defib for for one of our listeners. If it gets up, if it gets up. We got it at three eight. If it gets up, one of our listeners gets paid. Hey, can you just pass a wee message on to um the horses whisper in its ear and say run faster? <laughs> can you just do that for us, man? Yeah. No Has it got way, a realistic no, chance really of getting up though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um. It's a really good field. I mean, I, I sort of, I'm one of these guys that sort of, I'm, I'm, I'm always confident, but the closer it gets to the race, I sort of try and play it down a bit. So, you know, we don't get too overexcited. And I get a bit nervous sometimes. Uh, yeah, and uh, so uh, I get a bit shaky, but uh, that's what it's all about. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great feeling. But, yeah, he's in against Holmesman, who's won an Australian Cup, and uh, Secret Blaze has beaten him before, and uh, Mount Popper's beaten him before. So, yeah, it's a pretty even lot, but he is favourite. He's not paying a lot. You said, what, you get 380, did you? Yeah, We yeah. got 380, yeah. Yeah. What's he at now? About four oh. rolls, though. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I would have thought, you know. I'll tell you one thing about the punters in Australia. They, they're usually switched onto it. If a horse isn't paying much, there's good reason for it. So that's that's the way I look at it. They're good punters, okay. I do. So, 
Let's hope, eh? Yeah, well, they're definitely We're better. horrible punters over here. Yeah, so they're definitely better than this, this fine broadcast. <laughs> um, hey, Richie, so the Melbourne Cup, is it still a is it still a real chance? Like, I know it's a, it's a kind of a, it's a big question with a lot of different factors, but is it still the pipe dream? Yeah, it is. I, I said to the trainer, Paddy Payne, um, two weeks ago, I said, I know I'm getting a little bit carried away. You are the trainer. I'll leave it to you, but this might be our only chance in life to have a runner in the Melbourne Cup. And if we can get there and if we're good enough, let's keep paying and let's head towards it. And if we're not, we can tra- change our minds and back off and go elsewhere. But at this stage, we are. Uh, it'll, it'll obviously depend on tonight too. And uh, and they've got to qualify. And I, I can't even remember what the qualifi- qualifications are. I mean, I think you used to have to win over a particular distance. Like a couple of years ago, it was something like 2,600 metres or further. I'm not, not too sure what it is this year. They've changed them around a bit um, for for a lot of things for the welfare of the welfare of the horse, which is great. Um, but uh, and they go do a lot of screen testing and all this uh, for the horses, and it, it, it is really really good for the industry. So uh, hopefully, um, hopefully you can qualify and we can go there. Hey, hey, It'll be Graham, fair, though. I ask you. No, no, you go. Yeah. You carry on, mate. Sorry. No, I was going to say, say it'd be sad that if he does make the Melbourne Cup, we won't be there. You know, that's mm. the disappointing part about it. So we'll uh, uh, we'll have to have some kind of party somewhere just to have a runner in the <laughs> Melbourne Cup. You know, a big thrill. Mate, mate. You know, we'll be there, mate. We'll be there. Can we invite ourselves? Of course you can. Of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to have it. At, hey, uh, mate, I want to ask. Cafe and then sorry, and I just want to um, ask all dressed up in suits. Oh, mate, we love Go getting ahead. dressed up. We love getting dressed up. Sorry, sorry, Graham. <laughs> all this little little You're bit right. of a delay. I'm talking over you. Sorry, mate. Um, I want to ask you about You're the right. Melbourne Cup. Is that is that when you when you train horses and you're a part owner? Is that the ultimate? Is that the ultimate of the ultimate? Getting the horse to the Melbourne Cup, or is it is it more than that? Nah, it is the ultimate. You're right. I mean, I've mm. always. Uh, I've always um, dreamt of um, having a run in the Melbourne Cup. Uh, it's, it's to me, it is the ultimate. When I was a kid, I used to I used to know every horse in the race and used to do the form six months out and study it. It was a little bit easier then because it was sort of a. What I loved about the Melbourne Cup originally was it was Aussie against the Kiwis, and I loved that, you know. And uh, you know, loved beating the, uh, the Aussies and. But uh, now it's now it's European as well. But um, I don't think many will be coming over this year because of the the, the COVID and all that. So oh, and the other restrictions. So it might be it'll be a very strong race if he qualifies. But it might be slightly weaker because those Pommy horses aren't coming over. Hopefully. Yeah, you can just beat up on the uh, the easy pickings, the Aussies, Richie. Um, no, it's not like that at all. It's still a very, very hard right. race to win, mate. Hey, uh, look, before we yeah. let you go, you've been very generous with your time. You've got to go talk to DJ and work out what this track's doing for tomorrow. Uh, it's Baz. It's Baz's 40th. It's his 40th birthday on Monday. Can you believe it? 40, yeah. 40 years of the great man. Um, so we've just been asking a couple of people for some happy birthdays and a, a little g'day here and there. Do you do you want to say g'day and a little happy birthday? And, and is Matter Matter missing the great man? Do you feel like the presence has kind of been sucked out of the, the great township? Oh, <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> uh, I, 
<laughs> it's, a, it's well put. Um, I, I um, yeah, yeah, 40 years old. I was that long time ago. But, uh, yeah, that's a big stepping stone. And it's a shame he's not um, here because we would have, a, a, you know, a good party, but uh, especially for your 40th. But uh, he's not. He's working hard, making millions. Making millions. Yeah, that's it. It's all that rupee. Thank you, India, as he named his horse. All right, Richie, all the best for tonight and tomorrow, mate. We'll catch up again. Yeah, no, good to talk, guys. All right, there you go, Graham Richardson, absolute legend of the training ranks. We love his time. Waikato Start, home of champion size, including Sava Beal and Ocean Park. Thank you to Mark Chittick, the whole Chittick family, Gary and the crew, for being involved with us at SCNZ. We really appreciate it. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.